Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of Bad Form Podcast. I'm your host and game master, Ben Frisch. Bad Form is an actual play podcast with the intent of providing storytelling in a number of different worlds and gaming systems. Highly Suspect is our flagship campaign set in the Star Wars universe using Fantasy Flight Games' Edge of the Empire. We decided on this system because of the game's unique way to create cinematic events through dice rolling, which is perfect for an audio format. After recording a few episodes, we realized we had been referring to the dice by their color and not their given names. If you want to see what the dice look like and how they work, check the resources section on our website. The cast of characters is as follows. Wes Potts as Cass Naru, Andrew Joseph as Movak Hamas, and Bad Form co-founder Colin Baker as Garrick Gah. Without further ado, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Okay guys, so our adventure begins two years into the Clone Wars. Republican Confederate forces have divided the galaxy. The Outer Rim still remains a point of contention between the two forces. Criminal syndicates and corporations own the Outer Rim with their power and influence while scoundrels, smugglers, and fringers of all types try to make their way through the galaxy. On the plan of Ord Mantell, Vasek Chirac, he's a collector of rare items and artifacts prepares his annual gala and auction aboard his luxury yacht, The Deception. The main attraction of the auction is the Idol of Kor, an ancient hut artifact, said to be a map to untold riches. Some of the galaxy's most powerful and influential people will be in attendance for the event, all with their eyes set on the totem. So, you the PCs have been invited to Ord Mantel to discuss a job opportunity. Um, your contact is Vero Den. All you know about him is that he's a Devorian male and he is waiting for you at the Airlock Cantina, located in Moro Spaceport, which is the center of the capital of Ord Mantel. So the three of you step through the sliding doors of the Airlock Cantina. Tell me uh, who you are and what you look like. Uh, I'm Colin and I'm playing a Chandra fan, I guess named Garrett Gaw. A Charger fan is like a small bout half like a child size bat person. Yeah, it's got all the worst parts of being a bat without the wings. <laughs> uh, it's like Cabe and and Chalman's Cantina in yeah. A New Hope. Leaves guano everywhere he walks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that's just my personality, not my oh, species. Yeah, well. <laughs> so what do you look like? Yeah, just a little little bat nose and and ears. Uh, I'm wearing a child size padded armor and I've got a heavy blaster pistol that looks more like a rifle in my hands. Awesome. So, Andrew? My name's Andrew, and I am playing a Zabrak named Movak Hamus. Uh, Zabrak, just think Darth Maul. Um, I have blue tattoos instead of red, so blue and black. Uh, pretty tall guy, uh, Force Exile, Gadgeteer, um, are my uh, specialization trees. Uh, carry a slug rifle and a combat knife. And I'm pretty old for a Zabrak. I'm an old guy. About how old? I don't remember. I forgot to write it down. I'm 65. 65. I just go up to a nice even 69. Does that make you the, <laughs> the group's father figure? I am. I'm the group's father figure. No, I'm wearing a yellow shirt and like a black dress thing. Okay. Kind of like Darth Maul. Baggiest, uh, baggy pants. We could call it like a like a cloak or a tunic or something other than a dress if you some, wanted to, but we yeah. don't have to. <laughs> Can we call it a dashiki? A, yeah, a you're dashiki? wearing a dashiki. Yeah. All right, I like yeah. that. I'm wearing a dashiki. 
I totally know what that means, and I get the joke. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> There's the internet. Thank you, Google. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wes. Uh, I'm playing a human smuggler, uh, and my specialization is a thief. His name is Cass Naru. Uh, he has longer hair. Basically, just think... I really, really want him to look like Snake Plitzkin, basically, from Escape from New York. <laughs> Except he has an eye. He doesn't... The patch eye, I couldn't. For now. For now. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he wears goggles on his on the top of his head. Uh, he's got a blaster and a shot glove in one hand and a uh, broken lightsaber and a broken piece of Mandalorian chest piece. Okay, yeah. So you got you just have like a chest piece that doesn't really serve any function. Right. It than... just looks intimidating. Cool. And uh, a lightsaber that won't turn on. The, no one knows that, though. Okay. <laughs> except everybody except, that's except to all this. of us right here. Like, <laughs> none of the other people that we're going to meet in this universe know that I can't use it. So you step through the door. Um, the canteen is spacious. You see a couple Bith playing a somber piece on Clue Horn. Um, <laughs> the clientele all look like seasoned spacers. Um, it's really quiet. And across the way, you see a Devorian male, uh, a little bit older, and he has a bottle of, of whiskey in front of him, and he's sipping. All right, I'm going to hang back. I'm not going to go into the cantina because I'm not thirsty. I'm hungry. So I'm going to go find one of the vendors and just kind of keep an eye on the door. Keep your comms on, guys. Yeah, do you need a drink? Let's get a whiskey. You're paying this time, though. You lost that last game. Okay. And that'll be I reach 10 whoopee whoopee. <laughs> I reach up and, you know, I, I tap on the counter, you know, like he does in A New Hope. Yeah. Cave does. Just one hand. That's all the bartender can see. A droid face peeks over the bar and looks down at you and says, yes? One drink, please. What drink? You remember, you're paying for a drink for me, too, remember? <clears throat> Two ales. He has a yes. specialized arm unit that has every liquor in the in the bar attached to it and he pours two ales and slides it to the two of you I grab mine and say i don't have any credits and i look at what's your name i'm sorry cass, cass. <laughs> i look at cass the easiest name to remember i say i don't have i don't have any credits on me god damn it you do this every time <laughs> well, i don't make credits so <laughs> It's not going to change. Uh, okay, put him on me. The uh, bartender slides you a data pad. Where's our pilot? <laughs> He's the one that keeps all of the money. That mother... <laughs> just I can off. hear you guys. You, hey! <laughs> you may start a tab. Yeah, put it under, uh, put it under Movac. As you're speaking to the droid, you feel a clawed hand on your shoulder, Cass. Uh, you look to see an older Devorian male... He's a humanoid with light red skin and horns protruding out of his head. The drinks are on me. Excuse me, do we know each other? He outstretches a hand and says, Vero. Vero Den, I believe we have a job to discuss. Vero, my friend, how are we doing today? Thanks for the beer. His breath has the stale smell of liquor, and you can just smell how drunk he is. Why don't you get your partner in here and we can talk about the job? All right, Garrick. Movac, get in here. I was reaching my hands up for Cass to pick me up. <laughs> I'm not going to pick you up. Let's discuss this. I'm going to stand outside, guys. I'll uh, guard the booth. I don't I don't trust this guy. 
Yeah, I slowly want to like reach and kind of slowly turn on my power glove. Okay. <laughs> Forgot you have a shock glove. Yeah. <laughs> what did you- Lead the way, Vero. He slumps into one of the private booths in the corner of the cantina, and he motions for you, and he says, Come, sit. I do. And I'm going to sit on the edge. Sit on the edge. You don't have to be nervous. I know. I just like looking at things <laughs> as I stare at the band. <laughs> <laughs> so Cass is into Bith now? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> don't judge me. I'm standing outside the booth, guarding, facing away from them. So Vero, why such the uh, vote of confidence? Why are we sitting here? Now we don't have much time, so I'll get right to the point. Our employer wants you to steal something from Vasek Turok. He's a rare items dealer and archaeologist. He holds an annual gala and auction aboard his luxury yacht, The Deception. What's the size of the item? Uh, Bigger or smaller than me? Smaller. Okay, good. At this point, I walk in with two bottles of whiskey, set them down on the oh, table. And- good. Ugh. Pops one yeah, with me his, too. <laughs> pops one with his clawed finger and just begins drinking out of the bottle. I slide the other one to West to pour me a cap full of whiskey. <laughs> Here you go, bud. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> uh, so back to business. So this thing, what does he want us to get? The idol of core. It's a ancient totem. A lot of people believe that it's a map. Some people think it's a weapon. Really, it's just a really expensive item that a lot of people want to buy. How really expensive? You're looking in the millions. What's the percent that we get? Well, we do this thing for you. Our employer is generous. He's offering 20000 apiece up front. <laughs> It's a good call, but then there's the discretion charge as well. And he's saying this thing is worth millions of credits and we're getting a cut of 20000 This is either a real easy job or a really hard one. Anything's real easy. When I think me. you need to start spinning up some more, some more problematic things. What's going on with this? Why can't your boss just get it himself? You could hire anybody for 20000 apiece. Why us? Well, because we're the best, goddammit. You're unknown, really. I just keep looking back at you, Cass, to see, like, am I doing a good job? No, you're not, buddy. (laughs) I'm shaking my head at you. I push my cap back to you. (laughs) How do we get onto this yacht? Do you have a plan for us getting onto this yacht, or is it just for us to do? I've got a lead, if that helps. Let's go with the lead. He kind of looks at you. And he pulls up a data pad, and he looks up and looks back down. I can't ever tell with humans. Do you look like this guy? And he turns it around, and it's just a, a, a blonde man with a goatee, uh, short hair. Not really very similar to your character, I assume. I think I can make this work. I think I know her. <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, this is Owen Laga. He's a human ambassador for the Red Pack Syndicate. He has an invitation to the auction. You'll be looking for an orange key card. You take his identity, infiltrate the gala, 
The ship will be arriving at Docking Bay 47A within the hour. Do you mind if I have a sidebar with my friends real quick? Go for it. Do you mind if I finish this bottle of whiskey? Go for it. As long as I get the other. <laughs> so what, we off this this cracker and then go to the party? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously our friend can't tell the difference between me and anybody else that looks like me. I think we should probably roll with this idea. So we need to find the loading bay where this guy is going to be landing. Somehow... Gag, you know what to do. Oh, yeah. Into um, the vents. You're wearing his clothes, right? Uh, but his head, it can get as messy as we want. Absolutely. Okay. I say we ask for more money. 20 apiece, 20 up front for gear, stuff like that. Well, my Zabrak friend, I feel like you're the one to tell him that. Because I need to have this looking fine for obviously our mission. All right. I think we have ourselves a deal, but my Zabrak friend has a few demands. What will those be? We're going to need gear. And I slide out another bottle of whiskey, set it on the table. <clears throat> I'm asking 20000 apiece. We're fine with that. And 20000 up front for some supplies. 20 up front. I'll give you an extra five for gear. And he pulls out a credit shit and he slides it to you. Now, he then stands up and he finishes that bottle of whiskey that you gave him, kind of stumbling. He sets the bottle back down and says, Gentlemen, I hope to see you on the other side. And walks out of the cantina. So, what do you guys want to do? Scamper off. (laughs) I already knew. (laughs) I I shake my head and I just follow you guys out. So, Moro Spaceport is massive. It's the central hub of the city. It's a large dome-shaped building that houses every ship visiting the capital. Thousands of vessels take off and land like each day, and the air is thick with smog as you step out of the cantina and into the industrial sector. The streets are filled with vendors looking to sell, and cantinas, bars, everything you can imagine. First order of business, we probably need to go to... Do we have a map of anything or anything like this? Yeah, any of the kiosks in the the Moro Spaceport will... You can download a map from that. Okay. So we should probably get a map of all of the area so we know exactly where we're going to be going from where. Already on it, guys. I grab my data pad and go over, download a map. And then I multiply it and send it both to these guys along with the coordinates. Do we have location. to do we have to hack a system to figure out who's coming in when? Like to these yep. to these ports? Okay. So we probably need to find a way to find out when Log is coming find in. Find out when Logus is coming. Um after that we need to find we need to find some way, depending on how much time we have until he gets here, we need to find a way for smash and grab because he's obviously gonna have some security because he's rich. So should we take him in space? Do you think we can take him in space, Movak? I don't know. I think we might be able to. Yeah, with all that piloting skill. (laughs) (laughs) Jerks. We need to find what what kind of ship is coming in at 47A. And then drain their fuel. (laughs) Where do you think we can find that at? Um, The uh, Spaceport Authority. How far is that from us? 
So you pull up your map and you look at it. It's on the other side. Okay. Of Moro Spaceport. Moro Spaceport is gigantic. It is. You can take a tram there, but it'll take about an hour. Let's get started. Which is taking you away from 47A. I need some uh, gear, guys. Yeah, yeah. Good point. I say at least one of us, if not two, goes talk to security, see if we can get in that way. You can do an extremely hard check to see if you can just download into Moro, uh, Moro Port. What the fuck? Yeah. Moro yeah, Spaceport's. Uh, yeah, you want to do that? Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and give me a computers. Against. Against uh, a red and three purple. That hurts. I don't think I'm going to get this, guys. Nope. Hope you don't trigger any alarms. Three failures. Why would you tell him that? Disadvantage. Not a single success. Okay, so... No. Yeah, those are the failures. My bad. I'm reading the wrong dice here. Advantage, yeah, so that disadvantage. green will cancel out that, that. and your failure over there. Failure. So you've got two of each. Two failures, two disadvantage. Yeah. Um, we'll just say since you weren't looking up anything specific, you were just trying to get in. It locks you out and Spaceport Authority will be there within the next few minutes. You have enough time to get away. Oh, scatter! <laughs> Gentlemen, I'm going to get some gear. We need to leave the area. Alright, let's go find a place to get some gear. What do you think we need, Movac? I want to get a little droid. Um, as you're walking uh, around the spaceport, you see a droid vendor. Older human male. He's just sitting there working. Excuse me, sir. I'm looking for a little droid ball. What's that? I need a little spider droid. For what? Why do you care? I have credits. He's a hobbyist. Because it'll tell me which one to get you. Do you want surveillance? Do you want it to have weapon attachments? What do you want? Yes and yes. Both. Both. He reaches under the counter. <laughs> I don't have to do that. And go, <laughs> and go away from the mic. He reaches under the counter and he, uh, and he pulls out a small spider droid. It's uh, black and red. And he sets... It's just a small sphere, and he hits a button on the top of it, and four legs pop out, and its eye glows blue, and it's kind of moving around looking. It's like, it's got a ocular surveillance in the front, and also has a, a shock attachment on it. Won't kill, but it'll, it'll stun. Powerful stun, enough to do some knocking out. With modifications. Can you modify those? No. All right. What do you want for it? Mm, 10,000. 5,000. <laughs> Don't listen to my stupid friend. I'll give you 1,000. I'm going to power my glove up right now while we're intimidating. I'm going to just walk. Can I intimidate? Behind, I'm go, wait, you guys wait, 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 wait. I, I, got, I got this. I got this. I'm just going to walk behind. Why are you guys here? Grab one where he grabbed one from. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. It's very okay. easy. So you two give me a coercion check oh, against him, and then you give me a stealth check. Stealth or skullduggery. I'll do all of them. Where's my code? So you together, you can assist each other in a coercion by giving whoever has the highest a blue die. I've got four. 
So the thing is, two. if I get this, do droid, it against a red and a purple. If I get this droid, it's mine, not yours. I just want to be clear on that. <laughs> I'm still buying a droid. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. Six advantage. Four advantage. That's a success. Four advantage and a failure. And he looks at you too, and he's look. Oh, while this is happening, do you want to try and steal well, one? No, 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 no. I want those four advantages to help me out. That's four You're advantages. Okay, trying. he's having a terrible day. <laughs> this is like the worst day. He's You're been the selling person. He's he's been selling on Ord Mantel for years and having people come over and just shit on him. <laughs> and he just gets up and he slams his hands against the counter and goes, "Look, ten thousand. Take it or leave it." And he. Pulls up his shirt and shows you a blaster. It, but also like a roll. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of creature is this? Is he bigger He's than me? He's a human. He's a human. Oh, this is easy. I just grin at him. This is pink. I like your style. I reach out and I put one hand on his blaster, one hand on his neck, and I squeeze a little bit and I say, I'll give you your 10,000. I see this happening and I, and I go for two of them. <laughs> I'm trying to distract him so yeah. he can get something. Okay, go ahead and do this. And with cannot, four advantages, take believe. two blues. Oh two Lord. boosts die. <laughs> I assume I don't still have that stealth unit from no. who we played before. How hard? Uh, dude against um, his perception, so it's going to be two purple. Two difficulty die. All right, and they are not secured. It's incredible. <laughs> I just for a destiny point, they're not secured. When you could have just given me the destiny know, point to it's take so all much of less them. fun though. I want to prove how good I am. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh shit. Not very good. <laughs> what have you done to us? Those are gone. No advantage. God damn it. No four successes. You pick up. Four droids. Four little droids. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> See, if I had given you a destiny point and said, I just have four of them, you would, you'd you have been like, that's too many. But with that roll, it's a big winner. <laughs> okay. And uh, I continue scampering off like I usually do. So, I, okay. Set, let set go, him down. Let go. I set him down and... I'll give you your 10,000. And I slide my pad over and give him the credits. 10,000. to get one. No. <laughs> and there's none How left. much are these actually worth? You can tell me the truth. And I just grin at him again like I did before. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're crafty enough, you could probably... <clears throat> He's kind of squeezed hard. If you're crafty enough, you could probably just make them for about 400. Fair enough. I slide him another 2,000 credits. These are for the ones my friend stole. Next time, you need to walk under the counter. He looks down, and by the time he looks back up, you've already walked away. And you just hear, hey, hey. I say we go to the hangar. Okay, so screen wipe. You guys are standing in front of hangar bay 47A. So we go up to the gate. Okay, you go up to the sliding doors of the docking bay. Right. Um... Your data pad, you can pretty much just open the door whenever you want. Done. I'm under uh, Movox cloak at this point, and you're just going to have to get used to the tickle. Oh, God. 
things in my tashiki. <laughs> Glad we're saying tashiki now. Yeah. Instead of dress. All right. So now that we've made it in, mm-hmm. has he landed yet? He's landed. He's not. No, he's not landed yet. The ship has not landed. I think we should survey around. Okay. You uh, look around. You see uh, fuel lines ready to refuel whatever ship comes in. There are a couple maintenance droids, like a gonk droid and a couple uh, pod droids, just walking around um, doing basic maintenance on the landing pad itself. My next question about this area, now that we're inside, we're still allowed to be in this area. We have clearance. Yeah. He's going to have security. Yeah, with him. They don't. Will will my clearance work just on being there? Like, can we pretend to be working there, or is it all just like a droid thing? Yeah, with the good deception, you can pretend to be working in there. Okay. Do you think we should do that? Do you guys want to hide? One of us should probably hide just in case something goes wrong. Yes. I think we hide the Zabrak. <laughs> where, am, where am I going to hide? I'm six feet tall. I calm you guys and say, guess where I am. <laughs> Bet you can't figure it out, because I'm the one who hides. Get out of my tashiki. <laughs> I'm gone, brother. All right, I want to do a perception. I, I just want to want to see if there's like any like nooks and crannies that we could possibly hide him in. Yeah, for sure. So, what do I, let's see what do I roll for this. And we're hiding me? I'm going to try to see if there's a place that I can hide you being a big, strong American man. <laughs> um, like, because I think it would look more logical if, like, me and, and Colin's character were the weaker-looking people working in this area. Zabrak's going to look yeah. fucking weird working in an area. Good yeah. point. Very good point. So. I exit the Tashiki, I guess. Can I just do a perception check then? Yeah. Okay. Do perception against uh, one difficulty die. One success and an advantage. Okay. So I'll, I'll assume you want to find something that he can fit in, so you do. Um, let's just say that there are empty crates about seven feet tall. Okay. That can open up um, from the front. We're going to put you in a box. I don't like being in small spaces. Do you want us to get killed instead there? No, no, I'm Then good. you're going in the box. All right. So we put him in the box. I pull cool. out my knife first. We should probably look where we're working. You know, my people are... Small. Generally mechanics, if we're being stereotypical about it, yeah, I'll be a mechanic. I'll just hand me a hydro spanner. It looks big in my hands. People think it's funny. They leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> can I do Can I do another check to see if there's anything that I could look like I was doing? Yeah, you guys can both do deception rolls. Okay. Oh, shit. Could I do more like a stealth not to be hidden, but to be hidden in the crowd? Yeah. Okay. And if I have a, if I have <laughs> a I can't deception deceive. of rank two, that's, what is that, that five of those? That would be, if you have two ranks and it's on cunning, Yeah. it would be two yellows and a green. Cool. 
Are we yellows for the ranks? Yeah. Yeah, oh. yellows are the upgrade. Probably should have been doing that. One two. <laughs> I was using um, let's do it against two. Green is your two purple ability stats, and then you just upgrade a green to a yellow. Oh, might have done better on that last roll. <laughs> <laughs> we live and we learn. <laughs> so you rolled four advantage. Success. Three advantage. Yeah, three advantage. Okay. <laughs> um, so you're not successfully looking like you're doing much. But what are you doing in here? Management. Like management. You're just kind of standing. Standing there with my guiding, pad, guiding stand. things. That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> and nothing's getting done. <laughs> Not necessarily the best manager. That's why they only put me on platform 47A. <laughs> okay. And Garrick, you want to? Uh, how, how hard? Against uh, two difficulty die. All right, two successes, three advantages. So what do you want to be doing? Well, I would like to be so effectively hidden in the crowd where I'm just probably like against like a cargo box, just using a welder and drawing on it <laughs> and flux. But I do so good that I crit everyone in the room <laughs> with my three advantages. Um, no, I, I think maybe I've I've kind of, I think I'll be working on the the, the fuel line that'll okay. be immediately carried to the ship right by its loading dock. Okay. Yes. Good deal. So, about fifteen minutes pass. Do you in a box? It's getting hot in here. You staring at a data pad. It's great. And you're pretending to work on a fuel line. <laughs> and the energy field in the uh, docking bay goes down and you see a ship coming towards you end of episode thanks again for joining us if you like what you heard be sure to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter for more updates on the future of the show and upcoming projects all music you heard on this podcast was performed by airglow and tv magic if you want to hear more of west Potts, Check him out on Waking the Kraken. It's his YouTube channel where he discusses everything pop culture with his co-host Alex Kahneman of TV Magic. And again, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. We've put a lot of effort into this. Until next time, may the Force be with you.